This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 8.36 a.m. You are listening to The Morning Run with Shazana Shaoning and Jen Sun. In half an hour, we have the opening bell where we check out how Bursa Malaysia begins the trading day. But before that, we're continuing our coverage of Budget 2023, looking this time at the education sector. The Education Ministry received the biggest slice of the budget pie with an allocation of 55.2 billion ringgit. And this is 2.6 billion ringgit more when compared to the previous budget. It's worth noting that close to 90% of this increase in allocation will be used to upgrade and maintain buildings and amenities of schools. This, come week, this comes weeks after a total of 830 schools have been identified to be in the need of replacement or redevelopment as they were confirmed unsafe. Some other initiatives include in this budget include distribution of 50,000 laptops to schools and education institutions to facilitate digital teaching and learning and increase in allocation for several food programs to address poverty and malnutrition. Meanwhile, half a billion ringgit has also been allocated for the construction of seven new schools in Trunganu, Selangor, Sabah and Sarawak. So does Budget 2023 help the national education sector realise its potential? For some answers and reactions to the budget, we speak to Shahnaz Al-Sadat, chairperson of Leap Ed Services. Shahnaz, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us. So as mentioned, the education minister received the highest allocation of 55.2 billion ringgit. What do you make of this amount? Does it address the overall needs of the education sector in the country? Hi, good morning, Shazana and gang, and good morning to BFM listeners. Well, um, actually, uh, the budget, 55.2 billion, is just slightly reduced, I think, from the October uh, budget that was tabled. And uh, in terms of the line items, uh, if you just compare 2020, 2021, 22, and 23, uh, there is not much change. Uh Actually, mm. so if we have been spending on the same thing for the last four or five years and we seem to be, I mean, not coming from me, but coming from public, like parents and all not to be happy with the outcomes. Uh, so spending the same thing on the same items will not give us different results. No? Yeah. And uh, Shanas, what were the issues that were left unaddressed in the budget in your view? Well, I mean, uh, actually, I mean, okay, so I, it's not surprising actually for me that the budget uh, kind of remained the same because, um, but having said that, I'm still a little bit disappointed. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, because uh, I, I understand, I think it's taking, uh, you know, they've only been in the minister and the new government only been there for like a couple of months, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and, you know, and I guess uh, they're still learning, <laughs> I think. Um, you know, so I'm I'm kind of not surprised. But what has been left, I think, be, I'm just a little bit disappointed because I know the issues are very acute and uh, kind of acceleration is kind of required. Um, and, you know, there's uh, we're still not addressing the learning deficits. Uh, though there is actually a discrepancy about what is being said in the budget speech and what the minister is actually saying. Uh, he, she said there's some allocation, but actually in the budget speech, there's none. Um, and then, uh, and uh, yeah, there's none still, I think, around very specific and focused support towards the teachers. So I don't know whether, um, you know, that is... I mean, I'm always frustrated with public sector budget. Do you know why? Because... 
uh, they never start with I allocated this much last year. We spent this much, and these are the outcomes that we got against mm. what we expected, mm. and therefore we spend some more, or you know, we now change, right? Because if we are not happy with what happened, why are we giving the same money to the same people? Yeah, so there's no review, right? That's your point. No review. Yeah. yeah. But if we look at the, the budget in detail, a large part of it is going to be resolving infrastructure poverty. I think there are like 1,300 dilapidated schools in Malaysia deemed unsafe. Uh, my my question is why, why has this issue exacerbated over time and how should this allocation be distributed? Shouldn't the schools be maintained almost on an automatic basis? Exactly. So, and if you look in the last five years, we have been spending. Last year, we spent one point five billion on infrastructure to solve deliberated schools, <laughs> you know, schools or maintenance and all that. The year before was another billion. The year before another billion. So, it's not lack of money, Junjuti, mm. right? Mm. So, so it's yeah. So there's a question for me because when, for example, I mean, I can recall our experiences when we enter into trust schools. For example, we first look at the minimum requirement for safety and learning environment, and this is our problem because sometimes we sh- overshot, right? We try and spend so much for maximum, but actually, this the school may not need that. But what you need is the minimum, and actually, we should be reporting spend this money and at two. I think I believe if I add in the maintenance and all that, it's still about a two two million per school that you can actually spend. So it's actually to be a lot of money. Mm. I could do a lot with that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but get to the minimum uh, safety and learning environment because, and then put everything else into the soft side because the intangibles is more important, I think, in improving quality of education, uh, not the hardware, mm. right? Over and over again, we're doing the same thing. We're hoping for different results. So um, let's focus on what any. Is there anything positive from the budget announcement that you found, Shahnaz? Is there anything that uh, gave you maybe uh, you know that gave you cause for cheer? Well, I, yeah. So I woke up this morning and said, you know, I got to be positive. This is morning. <laughs> <laughs> but I was struggling a little bit. I mean. Um, Okay, I, I I like the idea that you you want to improve uh, digital uh, support. So I, but then the what we are doing, we're giving fifty thousand laptops. Out ten thousand school, maybe that means five per school, hmm. because I'm assuming these laptops are for teachers, which is quite different from what we've been doing uh, all these years, giving laptop to the kids. So. Okay, so five per school alone not going to change anything because you got to upskill, right? You got to also change the environment of the school. So I'm hoping there's support for teachers in using these five laptops. That's not been uh, said, but at least okay lah. We start with the direction, you know, just mm. a statement of direction. Um, uh, in terms of the food, uh, bit I honestly the increase is just due to the rising cost. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, of provisions and I think the number of beneficiaries has gone up as well. but I have always had this problem I think this is kind of a grey area this to me is not an education play this is a welfare play mm-hmm. um, and putting the whole budget onto the Ministry of Education who's just really using the schools for distribution uh, I think it's a bit not, not fair I mean that's just my own personal view because I think they need to be focusing on the education now, I know there's some correlation of uh, nutrition, uh, you know, uh, the food and the milk uh, because kids who are hungry would not be able to learn. 
Um, you know, but having said that, I think uh, Ministry of Education need to focus on education, mm. which is a quality of education, not about distribution, uh, in or welfare. Um, but the but the large budget, to be honest, I mean, what can I say? It's rising cost, and I can imagine there's also an increase in the B forty. Uh, uh, numbers this year. Mm-hmm. Shana, uh, s- sorry, do you were you disappointed that there wasn't money allocated for, um, let's say, enhancing the skills, or it doesn't seem like there was any money, enhancing the skills of teachers or spending money on improving the curriculum? Yes, yeah. So I, I was a little bit disappointed because I felt that it's like a no-brainer, <laughs> you know. I'm trying to say this as nicely as I could, uh, but uh, yeah, because you know. Uh, the learning deficits uh, that we are currently, I mean, we already knew we had this problem 10 years ago and it's kind of, uh, we are always behind. And with the pandemic, I mean, we are even more behind, um, you know, but we're not supporting our teachers in making that change fast, right? I I just feel that um, we have this thing and, you know, 90%, I believe, of the whole budget, the 55.2 billion, I believe are emoluments related. So what's happening is you are paying already your teachers and the school leaders and the officers, but you're not investing in actually sweating your assets, right? Or making your assets even more capable, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and I'm not asking huge sum, really. I mean, if you even we just put a 1% or less, uh, you know, and over time, and we have a very, very focused, targeted uh, right now because we have enough evidence to know what are the two or three things that teachers actually just need to be able to make that transformation, uh, really. So, you know, I at least I would have thought we would have actually put aside some money for that. Curriculum review, definitely, I think it, we are doing the curriculum review today. And, um, you know, and uh, I mean, this is uh, conversations that we had with people in the ministry. I mean, yeah, we hardly are allocating anything for it. If you actually want them to do a holistic review, it's almost like, uh, you know, you, you need to review recipe. But having said that, I don't think the recipe we have is too terrible. Our problem is the cook cooking in the school are not cooking the recipe right. I think that's even a bigger problem. But if I look 10 years from now, because that's what curriculum need to look at, you know, because curriculum not addressing the past, is trying to think about the future. I think there are some parts of that that I think we need to do a bit more comprehensive review, of which requires more stakeholders' uh, input. I mean, the tendency in ministry when they don't have budget is they, they would just look inside in, mm. um, you know, and it become recipe that the whole 10,000 school have to follow, um, then that'd be a disaster, I think, for the country. So this is an investment to avoid for disaster. I think from a principal perspective, it's, um, I'm just a bit worried. I mean, I'm hopeful, but I'm just a bit worried because when I look at the overarching, I mean, you know, uh, government throws slogans all the time. So let's use the slogan. So Madani, to me, is interesting because there's sustainability, there's prosperity, there's innovation, there's being respectful and being caring, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but education was placed in the caring bucket. To me, education, if you don't do national, uh, talent and education well, you are not going to achieve any, whether it's sustainability, whether it's prosperity, whether it's innovation. Mm-hmm. And that goes to quality of education, not just inequality, because caring seems to just try to deal with inequality. But it's the quality of education that's a problem in Malaysia that is actually making us, I think, not going to be achieving what we think we're going to be achieving in terms of you know, economy, in terms of our societal development. Um, and as long as we don't invest 
in it now, ten years from now, we're just going to blame education again. I mean, that's what we've been doing, right? Thank we you, Shanaz. I'm <laughs> sorry to have to cut you off. We are running out of time, but uh, thank you so much for speaking to us. That was Shahnaz Al-Sadat, Chairperson at Leap Ed Services, giving us her very frank reactions to Budget 2023. When it comes to education, fairly underwhelming. A lot of investments in the, in the things that we need to focus on, it's just not there in this budget. Yeah, so we have a good recipe, but the cooks aren't cooking it. <laughs> 8.48 in the morning. We're heading into some messages and when we come back, we are going to be taking a look at the Malaysian banking sector results. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.